0: Welcome to another episode of This Engineering Life, the Undergraduate Series. I am Rebecca Simmons, an Associate Professor of the Practice in Mechanical Engineering at Duke University. I'm joined with Ali Smith and Becca Norman, Senior Mechanical Engineers at Duke University. Together, we are interviewing Duke undergraduate engineering students. Our schedule has changed this week, and in this episode, we will talk to students about the coronavirus and adjustments, changes that they've had to make amongst all of the uncertainty, closures, cancellations. I know that for me this uncertainty and moment has caused me angst, but personally I'm very proud of all the social solidarity, empathy, outreach work that students and others are already taking to help. We are going to work on putting resources uh, on, on our website, so please, please take a look and use those resources if they're helpful. We'd also ask if you have any resources that you think would be beneficial for fellow students to please add those or send them to us.
1: I am KJ, Kaijie from, from China, and I'm a Duke uh, graduate for class 2020. Uh, I started five years ago and then studied two years and then t- take two gap years, and then this is my final senior year.
0: And obviously, there's a bit of change going on right now. How has this impacted your final semester here?
1: Wow, that's a really big change. So I went for spring break to Boston, and then when I come back, the whole school is, is shutting off. So uh, we don't have classes offline anymore. Everything is put online, and every lab project, everything is supposed to be supposed to be online now. And actually, I'm heading back to China because uh, because of the coronavirus outbreak.
0: And you said travel is quite tricky to get back to China, even
1: exactly. So um, many many countries are shutting off their airlines. Um, border lines are closing up, and. It would be a very tricky fly because for me, example, to go back to Beijing, I would need to go to Detroit and then to Korea, uh, which is also dangerous, and then to Beijing. And then once I got off the airline, I'll be quarantined for 14 days straight into an hotel. So everything would be very crazy throughout the week.
0: And, and what about all your things here at Duke? Are you living on campus, off campus?
1: Yes, I'm living on campus right now. And Duke is very... Um, very generous in this perspective to offer international students a chance to live here until until May when the school ends. Um, but uh, if I decide to go back to China, I need to just pack whatever I can and then leave everything else here. And I, it's it's crazy for me because I may never have a chance to come back again. And then this is my, my end of my Duke life. I will never have a class here again. It's crazy.
0: Because your life in China really is, is needs to start, right? You have a company, a startup that you need to, to tend to, family members, and everything else. Is that right?
1: Yes, exactly. I um, So when I took my gap year, I started my own company, and now we are doing game platforms. So the company is up and running. So I, I really could not afford to stay in the U.S. for, for too long uh, for the company to be unattended. So I really need to go back as fast as I can before everything shuts down at the borders.
0: And what about classes? What are your thoughts about finishing up classes? Do you have anxiety about that or concerns?
1: Yeah, that's a very big challenge as well because... Uh, now, I not only have a time zone difference that I need to coordinate, uh, also internet may be limited when I'm in the quarantine. And even if I'm out, uh, as we know, Google and other services are not available in China. So it would be very, very difficult for me to, to coordinate uh, with people here to, to still attend classes.
2: Uh, my name is Anush Thacker. I'm a senior mechanical engineering student.
0: And how has your life as a student and life in general changed over the last two weeks?
2: Um, this whole situation, as it has been for everyone, has been very unexpected and wild. You know, I think everyone is learning that nothing is set in stone. Anything you plan is probably not going to happen. Um. For me, I have a big engineering project that um, has like taken over my life for the past couple years, and I've tried to just stay the course and continue working until I've I'm forced not to, and that's kind of helped me get my mind off of the world falling apart around me.
0: <laughs> a lot of seniors are still living uh, near campus that they have apartments. Is that true?
2: Yeah. And actually a bit more than that. So many seniors who live off campus are staying around because, you know, their leases don't expire until the end of the school year. And um, for a lot of people, it's nice to still have the friends to spend those, you know, last couple months with. Um, but a lot of students who live on campus and are displaced are actually reaching out to some of the students who live off campus to to oh. stay with them. So,
0: what does what does it uh, right now a day look like for you, and then maybe um, others that you have encountered?
2: Um, honestly, a lot of people are spending time in their apartments, you know, playing board games. I've seen a lot of people you know, put a lot more time into cooking and learning new recipes. Um, Instagram is just covered with people making cool foods. Um, So it it is like a a very stressful, weird time. Um, But also I've noticed that, you know, Duke has this culture of, oh, sorry, I'm too busy to do this, too busy to do that. But I've actually noticed that um, in a safe manner that you know, ensure social distancing, people are also more willing to meet up and do things together with, you know, people that would be very tough to schedule with normally. So I've, I've seen that kind of bring people together.
0: And the announcement has come out about commencement. And what were your initial thoughts? And what are your thoughts now about that?
2: I never thought commencement was going to happen as soon as they made the first announcement um, that, you know, classes were going to go online with Commencement, this would have just been the biggest risk. Um, So I wasn't surprised. I I guess I, I saw it coming from the very beginning and I already realized that I had said my last goodbyes to many people, which just sucks.
0: Final thoughts on the situation, Duke Engineering.
2: I mean, I think obviously this sucks for everyone. I mean, students were not expecting to have to take classes online you know this happened during our spring break when many students thought they would have that last goodbye or those last moments or coffees with some of these people who've had a positive impact on their Duke experiences the fa- pla- excuse me the past few years um, especially for some of the seniors so um, I mean I would just say like reach out to well I think that for the seniors it's important to try and I guess reflect on the experience you have had and if someone has made a positive impact on your experience like reach out and share that with them I, I think that people are already doing that but um yeah I, I think that that's important
3: DT. I'm a senior, um, and I'm a biomedical and electrical engineer. Where
4: were you when you first heard the news about coronavirus, and what was your initial thought process and reaction to the information that came straight from Duke?
3: Um, so I was traveling around the Grand Canyon. So we actually didn't really have that consistent service. So it was kind of weird for us because we were just getting information randomly at different times, not being able to respond to it in time because of service and things like that. So I think it was, I know it was overwhelming for everyone, but I think especially for us, because it kind of all came in in like big chunks together, it was pretty overwhelming. And I think initially our reactions were very like, how is Duke doing this to us? Like they can't be doing this to us. And I think slowly as like we got more information, we just realized how much bigger it was than us. Um, So that was definitely a weird experience. Mm -hmm. Did you have to
4: change any of your plans in terms of travel? How did you navigate coming back to Duke if you live on campus, off campus? Can you talk a little bit about that?
3: Yeah, so I was fortunate enough that I was living off campus already. So my plan was kind of after hearing about how serious it was getting was to come back to my off-campus housing anyways and quarantine myself because um, I live with my mom and my grandparents. So I thought it would be better for me to be here. And I initially kind of thought that a lot of people would be doing that. Um, but then now getting back here and realizing how much more like isolating it is, how we really just are all by ourselves. So it's definitely been weird um i was helping so like one of my friends she had to live on campus had to get her stuff off campus and like needed a little bit of time before she's able to figure out where she would go after so like i let her stay at my apartment with me um so that helped me get over the self-isolation because she went on my trip with me too so i didn't feel weird quarantining myself with her
4: how did you feel about the plan for classes That was proposed by Duke.
3: Yeah, I'm curious to see how it's going to work. Also for me, so many of my classes are Mm project-based that at this point, like like two of my teachers haven't contacted us yet still. And like one of them is entirely project-based. It's like the performance and tech class. So there's physically, like our grade is based on like things that we build and then Mm -hmm. what we perform. So like there's, unless we're like sending videos of ourselves in, there's very little we can produce from it. Um, for the class so I'm I'm like curious I I've been seeing all the memes about it so like I like thinking about it positively it's kind of seems like it might be kind of funny
4: (laughs) yeah and it's definitely hard as seniors because so many of our classes are not exam-based we don't have homework assignments and things like that that we can get a grade on and so we have to think about how we're going to balance like a senior design project or something like that while not having access to any of the resources that we need to do it. But knowing that that's like the most important part of being able to graduate.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's weird to have like your final design project, just not be something that you'll ever be able to complete or get anywhere near to. Um, It's weird for me in lab too, because for the past two years I've been working on like a machine for the lab and I'm not able to like actually get it fully functioning so it's kind of disappointing um but it is what it is things yeah. could be worse yeah. things could be
4: worse <laughs> and how do you feel like outside of classes just being a senior in all of the changes that are happening
3: i think it's hard and i think especially at first it was something that i would be really sad about and would think about all these different things that like oh i guess the last like doc already happened for me mm-hmm. and like all these moments but then i think when i thought about it like once again on a bigger scale and the fact that like every single senior in the entire world is going through the same thing probably, it just made it feel like, kind of like there's like a huge community with you and that like eventually when things do get better, like some of those things will get back and then some of those things we won't, but maybe it'll just be like a funny thing we laugh about. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, like people like FaceTime in on the day of LDAC or like, I don't know what happen. Like, I feel like it'll be like something that we'll remember even if it's not in the way that we expected.
4: Yeah, it's definitely something we'll remember. And I do think, like, five years from now, like, we're going to look back and laugh on it. Um,
3: I I hope hope so. so.
5: (laughs) My name is Jackie Contento. I am a junior studying biomedical engineering. I am from Westchester, New York. So I was actually traveling abroad with one of my good friends from home I was in Ireland and we were um in it was at late at night it was around uh midnight and we got the email and my friend was studying abroad in London at the time so she was nervous that she was about to get sent home and then I got the email that Duke was canceling classes for the rest of the semester and I just got a bunch of like group chat messages freaking out and then she was freaking out because her classes she was about to get sent home from abroad so I just think I wasn't really surrounded by anybody from Duke but a lot of people were just like messaging me like oh no like we didn't really get to say goodbye because I know a bunch of my friends were together during spring break but I was with somebody that didn't go to Duke so it was kind of more upsetting because I couldn't say goodbye to them
4: what did you do in terms of getting your stuff back from campus? You know,
5: did, were you living on campus? Luckily, my returning flight from Ireland was back to RDU. So I was going to go home, of, like go back to school eventually. And I needed my car because I had my car on campus. Um, so I emailed I emailed the, the Duke Student Affairs and asking them if I had uh, permission to go into my room to get my keys to drive home. But then we ended up, my mom just met me um, in Raleigh. We Ubered from the airport to my dorm and we ended up just moving out everything that day uh, just so that we didn't have to come back later in the semester because obviously since I'm from New York, it's kind of expensive to fly down again. Um, So she was able to meet me. We put like half of my stuff in a storage unit for the next five months. And then the other half, we just packed my car and then drove 10 hours home.
4: And how do you feel about the plan for classes going forward?
5: I'm actually like super upset because I'm taking four lab classes currently. um, Mm -hmm. And I don't feel as though the online demonstrations will fully replicate the information that I learn like through struggling in labs. Like, for example, I'm Mm -hmm. in BME 354 and just like fidgeting with oscilloscope really helped me just like learn how to like measure certain signals. And I feel like online, I won't be able to kind of grasp the same knowledge that I did in the lab. I personally was doing super well this semester. So I'm kind of upset about the pass fail. Um, But luckily we have the option to get classes graded. And as an engineer and someone who might be considering pre-med, boosting my GPA is super important to me. So having the ability to keep my A's that I was striving for earlier on this semester um would be really important for me but a class like BME 354 that is medical instrumentation um and I really learned so much more from the labs than the lecture I think it it would be best to just do pass fail
4: is there anything that you think Pratt could be doing like in addition to help students during this time whether it's like classes resources information whatever mm-hmm.
5: I think if a class like needs like breadboards and like resistors and stuff like that I think it might be nice to have some like hands-on materials at home, but I know that could be definitely very expensive. Um, I also think like moving forward, book bagging process might be a little bit difficult because all of our meetings will have to be with our deans like over Zoom, um, and just making sure that we are aware of like what classes we want to take next semester. I think we can definitely get some more advice on that sooner rather than later while we book bag. Um, other than that, I think we've been getting a lot of emails. I think they like every single person in the world has to deal with this, and every single school is transitioning. So I think they're doing the best that they can.
4: That was one thing you mentioned that was I, I didn't think about, but internships, have you received any information? Do you have to change any plans? How are you going to go about navigating that?
5: For me, luckily, my internship is like fifteen minutes from home. Um, and it's a lot of MATLAB data analysis. So potentially I have the opportunity to like do that at home. Um, but I really like my brother currently, he works, he volunteers at the hospital and yeah. he has to go to work because he can't do that stuff from home. Um, my sister is in med school. She has online classes. They're just closing non-essential like companies and workplaces. So I'm unsure whether or not that will, it will last long enough to like Reach the internship phase in late May, early June.
6: Hi, my name is Nico Hatz. I'm an associate professor of the practice in mechanical engineering, and I'm the associate director of undergrad studies at the US in mechanical engineering.
0: And you've been dealing with a lot of uh, planning and changing of the schedule for the updates because of classes going online?
6: Yes, correct. So we heard on Tuesday evening, I believe, that we had to go online. Since then, we have been trying to get information from all instructors for undergrad courses of their plans of how they're going to go online. They should tell me by tonight. And the rest of the week, we're going to work on how that will actually be done.
0: And so what are your biggest concerns?
6: I'm at the moment mostly concerned about design courses, senior design project courses and everything else that's hands-on, project-based, team-based learning. It's not as much on paper or exam-wise on paper, but more hands-on, how we can do that online online. And secondly, how we can do the exams in a fair and, and transparent way for everyone.
0: Ha- have faculty been reaching out to you much, or have the faculty mostly been working on individual plans? And how much have you had to help w- walk through other faculty through the process?
6: Well, since we had last week, spring break, faculty have not reached out that much yet but it's starting to ramp up Uh, faculty are coming now with questions of how to use electronic tools like zoom or how to change their syllabus or their exams and so it's really starting to ramp up now
0: what are you thinking about the different i know a lot of students have talked about the fact that they're going to be in different time zones and coordinating Uh, any thoughts on that or has that not even really been on the radar yet
6: For my own class and what I've heard from faculty so far, it looks like a lot of the classes when they are being taught online will be recorded and will be available online. So actually for students, it should be easier to listen to the recordings at any time, whenever they want, no matter what the time zone is. I think the challenge will be to come up with something like office hours or equivalence to office hours where People from very different time zones can still reach TAs, and especially instructors. Classes, I think, is not the main issue, but questions really. be.
0: And what about students? Have students been reaching out to you about...
6: Student questions so far have been about research, but I've not had any questions on
0: classes yet. And what are you anticipating going to be the most asked questions? Do you
6: even know yet? I probably don't know yet. I would imagine one question will be soon, how to prepare for final exams oh. in the situation that nobody knows yet what it's going to be, but nobody has any exper- previous experience with right. these kind of exams. Um,
0: and for what would you suggest to students as far as any thoughts on resources or things that they should be thinking about or how they should prepare for the online classes? Any advice?
6: I'm not sure if I have advice yet. I would recommend that any student who has any questions, any issue or concern with anything to let us know as quickly as possible uh, so that we can prepare. I think that all instructors, I think everyone in departments and in Pratt is very interested and willing to help as much as possible, but uh, we probably can't even imagine all the questions and problems yet, so please reach out to us. Any
0: any additional or, or thoughts? about about the the virus about school and you had said one of the the big challenges is going to be students that are have traveled for a spring break and need to get back to campus yet
6: yeah i i don't know how it will work for students undergrad students to pick up their things in their dorms uh how long of course all of this will last if this will be a matter of only spring semester which is not that long fortunately, or if so we go through all of summer and even affect fall semester, I don't know yet. Just going to try to get through spring first, right? <laughs> yes, one step at a time.
0: And what about you? So you are teaching a class this semester. And so has that been, have you already started working on your classes? What is? What do you think is the trickiest thing for, for your particular class?
6: I realized today that buying document cameras on Amazon, prices have gone up. Oh wow! <laughs> so I ordered one
0: right away. <laughs> Got it. Which I should get by Friday, so I'll be ready for Monday class. Uh, so some of the extra tools that need to be bought just to facilitate and make—it's not just having a computer, right?
6: Yes. Yeah. I realized that you need a, a, a decent camera, and they can be expensive, and uh, they're running out of them apparently.
0: My like hand sanitizer was—it's in toilet paper, and yep. yes, I don't know
6: what. Uh, academic equivalents to toilet paper and sanitizers are going to be, but yeah, we, we're going to run into unexpected shortages, apparently. Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> and then um, any final words for students as they're, as they're getting through through this? You said reach out, reach out to us with any questions.
6: Yes, please reach out to us as quickly as you can so that we understand what your concerns, your problems are that we probably can't even imagine uh, and expect, especially if you're abroad and all over the world. Um... I hope we're going to get things well together by graduation. I hope that seniors going to have a great graduation and commencement in whatever way we can do this and continue with a normal academic year next year again.
0: But a lot of plans are being... Uh, Behind-the-scenes work is being done right now to try to guarantee that. Huh?
6: Oh, yes. It was not spring break last week. We had more emails than ever. Yep. We we're working very hard, I think, in the next days. Certainly by next Monday, students will get more and more information on the details. We're working very hard to get things figured out by then.
0: And it'll probably be a little frustrating um, the first week or two or three, right, for the rest of the semester. But hopefully some good things will come out.
6: I would assume that students and instructors will need a lot of patience next week when we do this for the first time ever. Duke has never allowed online courses for undergrads ever, (laughs) so this is completely new. But I'm sure we learn a lot of things that we otherwise would not have learned. So there will be some positive aspects to this, some blessing in disguise.
0: Okay, can you give just final thoughts and suggestions? Well,
6: please, uh, all students, don't trust all the rumors that you hear in terms of health care rumors, but as well uh, academic rumors. Uh, I've heard there is some rumors that are literally not true. Please uh, wait until you hear official information from your academic deans, from Pratt, from GUS as and your uh, faculty advisors, and only trust the real information. Don't trust rumors of what your colleagues, your friends are saying.
0: And, and if you have questions, like you said before, reach out and ask those to your professors and other faculty members. Great. Thank you. <laughs> That was interesting. And you've already talked about um, the fact that you and Becca are, are around other students and been hearing their perspective, but the perspective from Professor Hotz gave you a little insight into what what professors were dealing with and thinking about.
7: Yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously, all of us students have talked a bunch throughout this difficult time, but it's been putting into perspective a guess I didn't really think about the faculty side and how difficult of a transition it must be to get into online courses. Um, And his great point of final exams, I mean, everything's remote now. And how do you create an environment that's helpful for every student?
0: I I know I, it's only been an extra week, right? And I already... Really, really miss my students, and it's hard for me actually to grasp the thought of not seeing the students the rest of the semester and um, see see the seniors who I've known for four years graduate, and some I'll never see. Like I didn't get to say goodbye, I didn't get to give them a hug goodbye or anything because they had to they had to leave. They had to they had to go potentially to to another country or home and get started with with. The rest of their life. So I'm still trying to wrap my head around things like that too. And you you guys are the same because you're seniors. I mean, how are you feeling about graduation?
4: Yeah, we definitely feel the same emotions that you're feeling. We all had that realization once they really canceled the entire rest of the semester that there are people who we may just never be able to see or won't be able to see for a really, really long time. And that was really hard to grasp and kind of think about all the great things that were coming for seniors after spring break and realize that that isn't gonna be able to happen. And the biggest one of that is definitely graduation. And um, I know the news from Duke was that they're postponing graduation and their goal is to do something in person, you know, as soon as we're able to all get together again. Um, And that was, you know, a bittersweet thing to hear. On the one hand, it stinks to not be able to see everyone in May, but Duke has such a great community. And with all of the faculty and staff and alumni and all of those different resources, we all kind of felt that Duke was going to do everything they could to give us a fair send-off whenever that will be. So that's kind of our last thing that we're all hanging on to at this point.
0: On our website, we're going to provide some additional resources. And please, um, anyone add to those. I, I'll put up um, some activities and things that I think um, are meaningful or useful or educational. And I'll also put, I'm always reading um, like five books at the same time. So I'll put up my current... Um, book book list plus my my next my next pile of reads in case anyone's interested and if anyone wants to reach out and discuss books or projects please do we're wishing everyone is safe and stable and um please please let us know if you need anything
4: yep
7: exactly and no this is a tough time but the duke community is really strong and we'll all get through this together
4: This Engineering Life is brought to you by the Pratt School of Engineering at Duke University. A special thanks to all of our interviewees for sharing your thoughts on the changes brought to Duke from COVID-19. Also, thank you to Professor Nico Hatz for providing us with a faculty perspective. Our senior producer is Dr. Rebecca Simmons. Our senior editor and engineer is Michael A. Betts II.
7: Our theme music is by Ben Sound, and today additional musical support was by Blue Dot Sessions be sure to check back in two weeks when we catch up with students to see how the execution of online classes is going. You can find this episode and more resources at thisengineeringlife.com. I'm Ellie Smith. And I'm Becca
4: Norman. And this has been This Engineering Life. See you again soon.